and welcome. I'm Barb. And I'm Rafaela. And we are Recovery 201. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Great. I'm so excited for today. Um, before we get into it, though, I want to tell you guys, to ask you guys if you can follow us on social media, on um, Facebook, Recovery 201 Podcast, Instagram, Recovery 201 Podcast, and <laughs> Twitter, Recovery 201 Pod. And you can um, send us an email about anything, just to talk, if you're struggling, if you want to send us a message, anything, your yeah. story, whatever. We're here between the two of us. There is always somebody um, online. So uh, our email is recover201podcast at gmail.com. And um, if you can go like our page, leave us a review, five star, that you love us so much, I would appreciate yes. it. That would be amazing. Yes. We would really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And on iTunes, that would be great. Oh, yes. iTunes. That would be And awesome. we are also on Stitcher now. So yeah. iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And Stitcher. Follow us on, um, if you're listening on SoundCloud, click the follow button so that you get the notification when we have a new podcast up. Every that week. is awesome. Every week. Um, and we have a really special episode today. Yes, we're very excited um, for this today. Yeah, we've been waiting a couple weeks to do this, so we're excited. We have Hunter with us today from God Behind Bars, and we are going to be volunteering with God Behind Bars because Rafaela really wants to go back to jail. I do. <laughs> Hi, Hunter. <laughs> How you doing? Thank you for coming over no. and talking to us about... God behind bars. You don't understand. I think Hunter, I told you a little bit about how excited I was to be there that day, but I, I'm really freaking excited. <laughs> like she's so excited. <laughs> I talk about this for four years. That's great promo. Free marketing yes. for us. I really want to be part of this. Yeah. No, we're glad to have you. Yeah. Both of you guys. Thank you. Thank you. It's gonna be a blast. Yeah, we're really excited. So. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where um, where you're coming from, tell us about God Behind Bars, so everybody knows about it, and, what it is, um, and then what we're going to get into what we're volunteering for. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, my name is Hunter, Hunter Cheney. Uh, I was raised in Las Vegas, born in Hawaii, and... Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, born in Hawaii. I know. I know. You would not expect it. No. <laughs> But, you don't uh, look Hawaiian. No, I don't look Hawaiian. <laughs> he looks Californian. Yeah, very. Like so, SoCal boy. Yeah, yeah, they call me a Holly boy, which oh, is basically oh, yeah, white sure. boy in Hawaiian. Right. So, oh. yeah, it would have been a tough, tough uh, time for me back yeah. there. But, so, yeah. yeah, I went from Hawaii then to uh, Montana. Complete change. A little bit change. That is yeah. rough. Yeah, that, <laughs> that is like... Like opposite. Yeah, from surfer to cowboy. And then from cowboy, I moved here to Las Vegas, where okay. I call this home. So, so you identified yourself more as a surfer or like a cowboy? You know Just what? Wondering. I went surfing one time and rode a horse one time. So maybe uh -huh. a mix of both. I don't know. Maybe you're a Las Vegas. Yeah, wear a cowboy hat and board it. Board shorts. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, a little okay. half and half. That's okay. <laughs> no, so, uh, yeah. Where do I begin? Um, was raised here all throughout high school. And then um, when I was 21, I started my internship at Central Church here in Las Vegas, where I did a two-year unpaid internship uh, for junior high ministry. And then after my uh, internship, I got hired on with the high school ministry. Okay. Did high school ministry for three years. Um Served under one of my good friends, Jason Cho, and then just really felt God was leading me into a different direction. And uh, now I'm joined with uh, God Behind Bars. And so I'm about probably four or five months in right now and um, couldn't be more stoked to see what God does through God Behind Bars. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, I love So it. let's talk about what God Behind Bars is and what they do. So everybody knows what it is. Also, we're going to link all this yeah. stuff. So you guys can check it out too. Yeah, absolutely. So God Behind Bars is uh, started by Jake Bodine, who um, started all the way back in 2009. And so what we do is uh, we're not technically a prison ministry. What we do is we help partner or we help churches 
and um, we help plant their campus inside of a prison. So they're not necessarily showing up for Bible study or small groups. We're actually launching a full-blown campus inside of a prison. Okay, so we're so God Behind Bars basically is taking the church a, a central and putting it inside a, a, a prison. Absolutely. Okay. So those prisoners and inmates, they're not attending kind of like a small group. They're attending central. Service. They're attending a church. Experience. And that church is just for them. Okay, yep. cool. So they get the full-blown experience. They walk in. There's greeters. They're telling them, hey, what's up? They're giving them a handshake, a high five. They sit down. They get a full-on um, IMAX theater type uh, worship experience where it's live. There's a worship team. And then they'll have the, the church speaker go on and deliver the so, good news. And That's so cool. So, um, so like when you say they have like greeters, are they the other prisoners? No. So we'll or have volunteers, yeah, volunteers from the church that come in. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. So they're basically attending a the church um, in, prison. in prison. In prison. And do they have, so awesome. um, is it that, that church pastor lesson in? Because I know when Judge said, he's like, all the people from the prison ministry, uh, he always says that when he opens. Yeah. If you look Absolutely. online, he's always saying, yeah, like, he's hi always... to all the campus, hi to all the, mm -hmm. the prison or whatever. Mm -hmm. So is is that is the lesson of the week or is just somebody else? Yeah, do? no, it's Judd. And it's oh. all, so we partner with, um, we're in 40 prison locations right now. We're partnering with about 15 church partners. 40 prisons? Yeah, 40 I prisons. I started, when I started coming to Central back in 2010? Sounds about right, like, yeah. Central was our first uh, partner. Yeah, it, yeah, I mean, we were, you were in like two prisons. Yeah. Two or three, maybe. Now we're in 40. Wow, yeah. that's so that so, is so exciting awesome because yeah. what a better place to meet people where they're at. That's broken, it, right? Because right. that's where I found God, we found God, or God found me, I guess. Right. Mm. You know, it was in a, in jail, or yeah. you know, so that I think it's just so great. Yeah, the yeah. worship experiences are unreal. There's a lot of broken people in, and. Um, like I said, they have a huge IMAX theater type where they're looking at a screen and, you know, the pastor will usually, you know, do kind of an altar call at the end and people would make decisions. And so I usually see all the numbers that come in and we have, you know, um, a church campus in Kingman where close to 1400 people attend weekly and the numbers of salvations continue to rise. So That's God is moving. 50. The average size church in America is 50 people. Mm. And the jail is getting, <laughs> the prison is getting 1,400 people. Yeah, and I like what you said. We meet them right where they're at. Yeah. You know, we don't wait for them to come out of prison. We go right behind bars. Let's get them. That's yeah. it. Why not? No, right. it's perfect. Yeah. It's not even because getting them. It's just, it's just meeting people where they're at. Show them like, that so. there is a better way yeah. when we surrender to God. That's mm -hmm. what I love so much. Lives, yeah, you know? that's yeah. what because I love so much about. I just Googled. There is over two... Can you read this now? You want me to read that? <laughs> I'm old. There is over two million mm -hmm. prisoners in USA. In the US. Alone. 2.2. Sure. So... It's a lot me, of people. There's yeah. a lot of people behind mm -hmm. bars, a lot of people lost, yeah. a lot of people living in sin. I mean, we all are, but you know. That, and I think, I think, you know, the, the biggest thing for me was when I, I did not know that I was going to serve in a prison ministry. Mm. What, that was the first thing I did when I became a leader in CR was, okay, God, where do you want me to go? Mm. And and my my leader for my first step study was a leader in Celebrate Recovery Inside. And she was like, we need volunteers, we need volunteers. And I, Hunter, you don't know my story, but my ex-husband had been arrested and that led to the, our divorce and mm -hmm. it was a big deal. And, and um, 
And I was like, I'm not going by prisoners. Like, I have, like, resentment against people who, you know, break the law, right? Mm -hmm. But then God, like, put it on my heart to, you know, no, you Mm. have to go to the prisoners because that's the only way you're going to heal. But then you make me. (laughs) I mean, can you imagine if I hadn't have followed God's call and never Mm. met her? And never had, and other people that I met in jail too, right? But if I had not listened to God's call and gone into that jail, I would not have had the healing I Mm. have had, right? Mm. And so I can't wait to do this with you guys and see what Mm. what healing comes out of this for me. It's so selfish, right? That's selfish on my part. But I'm like super excited to see, like following what God tells me to do with this. Being obedient, yeah. But you know like, what's crazy about that is um, just hearing kind of where you're at is sometimes God takes us to the most uncomfortable place always, for us to grow the most. You know, always right, mm-hmm. always He does. Sometimes that all it the hurts, time. it sucks, yeah, it's, it's painful, but from that experience we grow the most. Every yeah. time I I think you know I'm asked to do something, you know, has happened a couple times because. Believe it or not, I never really like to talk because my accent, mm. English is my third language, right? And so I know that I say things sometimes that are not correct or just doesn't sound mm. like like Popeye, whatever I say, <laughs> right? So That's great. I never like to do it and I always ask God, like nothing grows in my comfort zone, right? Mm. Like... I have to get out of my comfort zone right. in order for me to grow and yeah. to learn and, and, and to, to step out in faith, right? Yeah. So I've been trying to do that a lot with, you know, with everything in my life. But I want to tell you a little bit why I'm so excited about this. Because when I was in jail, I did the, the CR people came mm. and, and I didn't want to go in. And I went anyways because my friends say there's music. And I was like, sold, I'll be there. You know, <laughs> like I was on a 23 hour lockdown yeah. because I got in a, and I go fight. I never fought her really because they didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> they Not intervened before. She loves telling this story. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. Loves telling this story. So, um, well, I got in there and I couldn't leave. Anyways, long story short. I completed their, their program they had there and mm-hmm. I was ready, right? When I got out this time, I was like ready to go, ready to serve God, ready to get into recovery, get my family, do the right thing, blah, blah, blah. I was ready. And I'm like, I want to be that person mm-hmm. that comes into the jails and introduce God to people like me that never imagined of having the experience. I never went in imagine like, yeah. Oh, you know, I didn't even know I needed recovery to be started. <laughs> like, yeah, I was just so high. She was denial of being denial. <laughs> yeah, I say that all the time. So, you know, I left and I was like, I want to be that person. I mm. want to give hope to people that are in jail in the same position that I was. So I got out and I went to see our first thing. I got out on a Wednesday, Friday I was there. And I'm... Telling them I had to do a lot of things, court order stuff mm. and this and that. So it took me a little bit because I didn't have time. I couldn't right. drive or, you know, so it was hard. I got into, so I told them, I was like, how do I get into serving the jails? That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to serve with people that are locked up, prison, jails. That's what I want to do. And they're like, well, you have to do a step study and then you have to do. So they explained to me all this stuff I had to do and I did it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I did everything. A year and a half later, I'm done. So I was like, okay, I'm going to sign up. (laughs) I'm going to sign up because I want to go and this is what I want to do. So I signed up and I think like 40 other other women signed up. And you have to like pass a background Background check. check, Not for like as deep as regular Mm -hmm. background, but they still look right right? at your... So I remember I'm in Disneyland (laughs) with my taking my son for the first time and my phone ringing and it's the lady, so I answer excited, right? She's like, I wanted to call you before you like found out by somebody else, you know, I want to call you personally that out of everybody, you were the only one denied. (laughs) And I was like, it's so funny how God works. I was like, it's fine, you know, it's just not my time and, Mm -hmm. and and it's fine. So 
I was like, I was a little bummed because right. I did everything I did specifically for to do that. Mm. And um, so when Rebecca messaged me, we love you, Rebecca. <laughs> she, because I, I'm telling her, but I'm, I got my driver's mm. license, finally, a real one, one mm. I did not make just a month ago, right? So she messaged me, she's like, we're having this. And I was like, stop it right now. I was so excited. I was like, maybe now it's my time, mm -hmm. right? Maybe that's God, like, telling you. Because I've been wanting this for so long, you yeah. know? And when I got there, I was just so nervous. And we were late because she told us thing. <laughs> and you guys were already talking. So I'm so excited to, like, be a part of this and help out whatever uh, in any way, you know? Because I remember you guys, like, Oh, what do you want to serve? I was like, I just want to serve like anything. Yeah. I'll do anything, you know, like whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. You know, like I'm, I just want to be there and, yeah. and, and help other people, the families mm -hmm. and stuff, because I've been in their shoes and I understand, I think from, um, I already had my son. So mm -hmm. the despair that you can feel and of the unknown, when you the, fear are of the, bars, right, yeah. the fear of the unknown and you don't know what's going to happen to the people and there's really nothing you can do but right. do your time, mm -hmm. you know, so everything is put it on hold so I think it's going to, like, I can really relate yeah. to So this year is like a new thing that you guys are doing um, with the trunk or treat yeah. because last year you did this huge big thing um, God Behind Bars did, um, what was it called? All is Bright. All is Thank Bright. Thing, yeah. So tell us about that. Well, before we go on to that, to, to oh, speak yeah. onto your situation, what's crazy with that is, so before I ever applied to Central, I actually applied to volunteer at God Behind Bars five years wow. ago. And so God Behind Bars was at a completely different stage. Um, of where they're at right now. And when I applied, I never heard back at all and maybe this was like some kind of high emotion but that was when prison break was out the show yes. oh, so, yeah. I, <laughs> so i was like i, I gotta get it man <laughs> gotta help but i was you just you could have built you could have just built a tunnel yeah i right, guess right. i didn't have oh a so <laughs> could have tattooed the map of like all <laughs> right, over yeah, so. yes. <laughs> you guys are so funny yeah but it took you know five years from that initial point to it's today. funny how God, like, yeah. he'll always bring stuff back around. That's like, it. Like, exactly, you don't know when, you don't yeah. know how, but it always comes back around. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's so funny because I always, like, I'm always like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And then mm -hmm. as soon as I slow down. That's it. I'm like, okay, God. And then what? it happens. And then you'll be like, It's like okay, crazy now. to remember, like, God in, like, a couple months ago. Remember my prayers from five years ago, oh, right. where I could have completely forgotten that prayer, but totally. God knows everything. Totally. So it's so true, and I think being in, we've connected to the church and with the program and learning so much, I I was a little bummed because obviously I wanted to go, right? Yeah. But I was like, okay, God, I trust you because I do. Mm -hmm. Like God has shown me, and I say this all the time, time and time again. How his ways are much better than mine. Even yep. yeah. when I try to control everything, it just mm -hmm. doesn't work, right? right? So I was like, okay, whatever, you know, whenever yeah. it's time, it's time. And then when Rebecca asked me, I was like, oh, oh, okay, yeah. I'll be there, you know? And I was like, oh, maybe it's now. I was like, if it's not God, it's fine. Like, but it would be cool if it is. Well, to go back to answering your question, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we... We get off topic all the time. Uh, it's oh. all right. I usually rabbit trail. I have the worst ADHD, oh, so I'm we, like we thinking... Oh, we do too. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm talking, I'm like, I really don't even know why I, I started here. Yeah. But Who am if, I? <laughs> if I remember, it might be relevant in right. here in a couple of minutes. <laughs> so... We were talking about events, right? Yes. Okay, so yeah. on October 13th, this is crazy because I just got a call um, this past week. So we're doing an event called Trunk or Treat. And uh, basically the Nevada Department of Corrections and Las Vegas Metro Police Department hit us up because Metro wants to uh, mentor kids that have um, incarcerated parents. 
Now, one crazy stat is, is that kids today, um, 85% of kids with incarcerated parents are more likely themselves to go to prison. So wow. it's I a, that. yeah, it's insane. Like the power of having parents, you know, behind bars. So Metro is wanting to partner um, with us to be able to be mentors for these kids. And break the cycle. And break the break cycle. The That's it. And I was so moved by what um, Jake was saying when we were at that volunteer meeting. What did he say? Um, I know. About, what is it? <laughs> <but> <laughs> I, I'm intrigued. Okay, I listen to a ton of podcasts. Uh-huh. And I listen to a lot of... Um, I listen to a lot of social justice podcasts. Um, I'm very <laughs> social justicey. Um, <laughs> um, I'm like, let's oh. leave it at yeah. We're, we're gonna, gonna say something. Else. <laughs> we're gonna leave it this there. might be a political podcast <laughs> in like two no, seconds. We're not, no, <laughs> don't go there. We're gonna go there. Who'd you vote for? I October 13th, we basically um, have a prison out here in, uh, in Nevada called High Desert, and it's maximum security. So 20 inmates are going to be bused down to Casa Grande, which is our transitional home. Halfway home. And, yeah, halfway home. And so... Uh, and these are non-violent, yeah, non-sexual offenders, Exactly. Right? Okay. And so they have been on good behavior for close to a year to two years. So they're going to be buzzed down, and we're inviting their families to do this whole trunk or treat experience with Metro. So these kids, these inmates, all the family members will be trunk or treating out of cop cars together. Together. That's so exciting. So they're having a complete Halloween experience. You know, inmates probably haven't seen their kids, their wives in years, or they might be meeting um, their uh, kid for the first time. So. I go back to the story of this past week. Um, I was reaching out to um, this mom who has her son in High Desert, and he called and was so excited that he got chosen to be part of this event. Oh, and so one of the biggest things... So they have to be chosen. Yeah, they have to be chosen. We don't get to choose them. Uh, the Department of Corrections chooses them oh, okay. based on good behavior and all right. that. That's awesome. And so he was so excited to you know see his family. And at the very end, he goes... I can't wait to hold my baby because when they're in prison, you can't hold them. You can't touch them. You kind of just sit at the table and just look at them. And so it's just the power of, you know, being able to come out of prison and hold your baby. That's something that they'll never forget. And so we're not in this prison. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we're just here just to reunite families. And, you know, at the end of the day, whether you're behind bars or, you're a police officer. We're still human. We all live in Las yeah. Vegas community. Yeah. You know, this is our home. Yeah. And, and these people are going to get out. Yeah. At some point, well, some of them yeah. are yeah. going to get out of jail at some point or another. They will never forget 
the compassion, I should say, maybe that's not the word, that mm. these cops or, or, or the CEOs has had and got behind bars that has had mm. for them. Now, obviously, it's their choice in order if they're going to do the right thing or if they're going to do the bad thing. Regardless exactly. of that, though, mm -hmm. they'll never forget. And right. those are planting seeds in these people's hearts. Absolutely. Right? And their kids will and never forget. And the kids will never forget either. And more, I think we live in a society now where the whole cop thing and, and, and people and, and, you know, there is a lot of adversity yeah. going mm -hmm. on oh, in this country. Totally. Right. So I think just that alone for these kids and these families will completely change the way they see right. these cops. Yeah. Growing up, and instead of seeing them as the bad guy or mm -hmm. the enemy, they are the ones that are reuniting me with my daddy. You right. know? So. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I, it's crazy because, I mean, obviously there's a lot of turmoil going on throughout the country. Right. With, you know, police and all that. Um, and I think, you know, with Las Vegas Metro, I think they're definitely one of the top police stations in the country. And they do that for a reason is because they're communicating out to the public like we are here for you we're we've got your back we want you to succeed you know we're here to protect you now hopefully what i dream of is taking this kind of vision this event and taking all throughout the country to where you know where there's a lot of turmoil right yeah. now is that they would be able to take this event to their community and say we love you we're here for you we're here to protect you Yes. And this is one way how we do it. And it's it. I'm in. I'm in. I'll help. <laughs> Let me help. That's it. I'm in. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. So it's going to be a great event. We're really excited. It's the first time we're ever doing it. And so I know it won't be the last. Yeah. I really think it's going to take hold and spread. Yeah. I want to ask you something. You told us that you had a story. Oh, what yeah. Was that story? was it. Oh, okay. So today we're talking about Trunk or Treat, actually. It was uh, me and the CEO, Jake Bodine, and we're at Panda Express. And this had to have been God because it definitely wouldn't have come from me. So as I'm staring at my fortune cookie, it just, this phrase just appeared out of nowhere. And so basically what it is, is, you know, fortune cookie is like this nice, cheap cookie that tastes terrible to me. Right. But it's always got a message inside. You know, it, mine was, uh, you're going to be standing out in front of people or something some platform quote okay. but usually we take that message and throw it away but from a christian perspective what i did was i took the fortune cookie and i broke it i was like sometimes in life externally we feel broken we feel beaten down but what still stands strong is the message inside mm. and so that message you know for us as christians is the good news the bible and so i just thought like at times externally there's a lot of crap that just happens to where yeah. i feel beaten down but it's the message of jesus that will always live and stand always. strong that's so good yeah isn't that great that's and it happened really, really yeah. good. god yeah. speaks in mysterious ways through orange right? chicken beijing beef and right. a little fortune <laughs> cook yeah. but you that's know, it you know like what i love about this is that you can see that mm. right because i think god has been trying before this last time I got arrested, God was trying to talk to me or, or, or to get a hold of me or to show mm. me, right? The way for so long and I completely saw it different. Mm. I was like, oh, God is, God is bad. God is making mm. me suffer. God, you know, and when it's, it was completely opposite and I didn't see that until I found Jesus. Mm. That that's now I can see little things like mm. that, like out of the orange chicken. <laughs> and, you know, you realize you're like, oh, yeah, God's you know, been like, working oh, all around. Like, right, mm -hmm. and and I, I love that. Like, well, at least with me, I'm awoke mm -hmm. enough to notice all this little stuff. Like mm -hmm. you just notice at Panda Express. Like you wouldn't think that you yeah. went there to hear a message or to see angels or, you know, mm -hmm. I think because I, I, I had that, that thought like, okay, if God is speaking to me, there will angel appear. God, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like this whole like yeah. show. But today it was a fortune But then yeah. I mean, chicken and you know right. what I mean? Like yeah. it doesn't really need to have a whole. You're thing. exactly right because this is what I think of is 
God speaks to us a lot, but it takes us to discern what's his voice. Oh, for sure. A lot of us easy are like we can easily know when the devil is speaking to us. You know, but for me it's like if God is more powerful than the devil, which he is, how much more is he speaking to us? But am I taking the time to listen? I know all the lies that the devil is speaking to me, but it takes me getting into the word to know the truth. Right. And so it just takes us to really just have a uh, one of my prayers is is God, open up my ears to hear you. You know, open up my spiritual ears to hear your voice. Yeah. And, you know, Jesus says the sheep will know my voice. Yeah. And so God is speaking to us. And so, so I get really passionate about this stuff. But I know. <laughs> it, it's like what you're saying. It's not this grand scheme to where God's speaking to us. Like it says that God is our heavenly father. And so it could have easily been like me and my dad sitting at Panda Express and he, him t- teaching me a simple lesson through Whatever, you know. Right, because it's... I do believe too. Sorry, I cut you off. No, no, I do go ahead. All the time. But I do people. believe, I know, I guess. <laughs> I do believe that God uses a lot, like, people. Yeah. And even when people are, and I, like, hurting you or, mm. or hurt you, you know, I try, because it has happened not too long ago, and I tried to, like, I was like, okay, let's, like, move all this nonsense out, and what is the core of this that I need to learn, that, mm. that I can take out of this, right? Obviously, I can control what other people do to me, right. but sometimes I try to find a lesson even because I know that when I'm broken down, mm-hmm. that I'm going to be more willing, I, I, I guess, like to change, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, because I think it's common that we all do that. Like when things are really bad, we're desperate. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, so I try today, I try to like, okay, what can I take from this and learn for me? In order, you know, to grow from this situation, right. you know, what is God trying to show me? And mm-hmm. those are one of my prayers. I'm like, I used to ask all the time, why me? Why is this happening to me? What did I do to deserve mm. this? And now I understand, why not me? Use mm. me, like teach me, like whatever is that mm-hmm. I supposed to take away from this. I want to grow as much as possible from these troubled waters, right? Yeah. And as soon as I st- those. I started to asking that prayer and asking God that, like things just kind of shifted, right? right? Yeah. I got even more involved with serving. I completely forgot about mm. for a minute there. Like I was so busy with doing good and doing good things and helping others. And then out of sudden, I just get an email like, oh, you happened. And I'm like, oh, I wasn't <laughs> even, oh, great. Yeah. I mean, that's great, you know, because I took the thing, like the, the focus out of me and right trusted God and learned from mm-hmm. whatever is that he was trying to teach me, I suppose. I think that's why it happened. I truly yeah. believe that's why it happened, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. Sometimes it just takes, like, to hit on that is, you know, in the Old Testament where um, I think it was Ezekiel or Elijah, one of those guys that starts with an E. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he was looking for God to speak in, like, these crazy thunderous or fire, but God spoke to him in a quiet voice. And sometimes... We just need to get rid of the noise right. and just be still, right. be quiet. And God right. will, you know, because we're focusing all these worries and all these crazy thoughts. But God's just want us to get rid of it and just focus on him. Yeah. Just happens in quiet. Like, just calm yeah. down. It's all yeah. good. Let's refocus. Yeah. But there's, you know, there's nothing more powerful than, you know, being in the presence of God when you're in prayer, whether it's Pan Express, whether it's driving in your car and, you know, one of the one of my favorite stories, and this is not because I'm biased with God behind bars, but even before God behind bars, that I thought was just so powerful was um, it's in Acts, and it's to where Paul and the prisoners, you know, are praising and worshiping God, and then all the chains are broken loose, but they don't get up and start running out of prison, which you would think everyone would do that would think right. was a huge God thing, like oh my gosh, God just I, released us right. from prison. But <laughs> what's crazy is that. Even though they were in prison, they continued to stay where they're at because they didn't want to leave the presence of God. And so whether you're in prison or you're in the worst situation, sometimes it just takes us being in quiet, praising, worshiping, and praying. And from there, you know, it's just all on Him. Yeah. And I truly believe that because when I was in jail, I keep going in and out of jail all the time. All the time. Many, many times, right? But I would get in. 
Bella, get out. Get in, Bella, get out. <laughs> right? Every time. So this last time, I did the tours, right, mm. of the jails. I go to one, transfer to the other. I was like, I'm getting out now. So I was <laughs> like, uh-uh, transfer to the other. I was like, okay. The last time, I was like, there's nowhere else they can transfer me to, right? I've gone through all the jails. So what happened? But I, at this time, I'm planning. I was like, my birthday's coming up. All you homies are invited to my house. We're going <laughs> to do like a party, you know, all the girls, the homies from jail. Yeah. Like, that's my mindset, right? So I'm waiting there for hours. I'm like, they already released some people. Why am I not coming mm. to pick me up? So they finally come and the guy goes, oh no, you're going back to Henderson. And I'm like, wait, what? But I just came from there like two weeks ago <laughs> or whatever it was, right? A month ago. And they're like, I don't know. They want you. And there I go and I spend another four months, right? Oh, and, um And I truly believe is that God was like, I'm getting you this time. And I didn't mm. have a bomb this time. I didn't have anything. So I had to sit there. She had to sit. No. Right? And I, I, there is no money in the world that would have got me out and mm -hmm. today i truly believe it's because god is like there is no way i'm letting you out of here mm. until you get this because we've been doing this for 10 right. years and you know what i thought god was making me suffer he was trying to get a hold of me this whole time mm. and i finally got it it was like that aha moment i was mm. like oh my god <laughs> what am i doing i and it took me coming finding god and finding yeah. jesus to like figure that out mm -hmm. and god used my worst bottom and here i am today and that's all i've been doing with my life it's i talk about god and i serve mm -hmm. in the church and and that's all i do and i'm a stay-home mom that's yeah. it you know so what you say that the people never laugh that it's so true because obviously i wanted to leave jail but i felt mm -hmm. I think for the longest time I didn't laugh, I was so depressed and I found joy. Even in jail, I, I had never felt more free mm. in my life and I was locked up, right? Mm. And I say this all the time because um, I found joy. I laugh in jail, right? Because I think I had found um, a reason to leave again. Peace. And right, like I, I, I just felt free and I could not even leave the place. Right. <laughs> See, that's where I just, for me, it's another affirmation that God is real because it talks about in the Bible to rejoice during suffering. And that's what yeah. separates Christians from the rest of the right. world because people are looking at them like, yo, you're in jail and you have full of joy and peace. What is wrong with you? Right. This is the worst place on earth. Right. And yet you have a smile on your face. And that's right. where, you know, it talks the Bible says, you know, we have a peace that surpasses understanding yeah. and that peace doesn't come from us. It comes from God. Yeah. And so that, that's what makes the church such an unstoppable force because right. it's not us. It's God living in us. Yeah. And now all the these, miracles. Now yeah. these guys, um, they're all men, right? Yes. That are coming down. 20 so, uh, inmates. Are they all, um, members of central in, no in that we're actually okay we're actually not even in that prison oh really yeah so this is kind of like our prayer um is that from this event they'll kind of see the impact and the power of gbb and how god works in us and through us okay and hopefully um that event will lead to us being a partner with them okay yeah. awesome yeah. awesome so we need to get our card top notch yeah oh yeah. top notch Absolutely. Oh, I cannot wait yeah. to get our car decorated. So we're sponsoring a car. Recovery 201 is sponsoring a car. And nice. um, my parents are all in. My mom is making the bean bags. My dad mm. is making cornhole um, things for us. My mom, she has always wanted... Okay, she made these bean bags for my brother like 10 years ago for a cornhole game. Oh, nice. And she wanted to name her business... Not as beanbags, and she never did it. So now she's like, she's like, I'm gonna make my business again. There you and go. I'm gonna name it Not as beanbags, and she's so cute. She's so excited. I'm they so called excited. me. I they called, called me like, oh, look, my dad's here. My she's like, and they're so excited. I'm like, yes. Yes, there so you go. my dad's going to paint it all up and he's all excited about it. We're really excited to decorate the car. Um, 
Yeah, we're going to have the best car, of course. Absolutely. So let's talk about you guys accept donations yes. and, and, and help from the public. How can people help? What they can help with? And, and let's talk about that a little bit. So, um, and also, once again, we're going to link all this stuff yeah. up. So if you're curious about it, you can just check on the description and there right. will be a, a, a website and links and whatever. Yeah, so I would say there's probably three ways you can help. First is, most importantly, is prayer. Um, this is something that we've never, never done before. And so there could be a whole bunch of factors that could happen. The SWAT team is actually coming down, not to participate, but to stand outside okay. in, in case anything happens. So. Safety is huge, you know, safety is a priority for all of us just to make sure, you know, the inmates are safe, the police officers are safe, the kids are safe, yeah. we as staff are safe, but ultimately for God just to work um, through this event to be able to partner in High Desert and to continue to not only reach these 20 inmates, but all the inmates that are back at Hardy or uh, High Desert. Yeah. And um, yeah, so prayer, the second one is, you know, resources, you know, um, we can't do this event without money, just to be honest with you. Right. And so we're accepting all donations and whether you can donate uh, for a police car, um, you can donate for a dinner's family or... Police car, you mean by decorating a Yeah, car. by decorating or um, basically we call it, you know, sponsoring a cop car, which is 250 right. and then sponsoring a family's dinner, which is around $100 because with these families, they like to invite everybody, yeah. which is their grandma, their uncles, their aunts, their cousins, but... It's cool because we want to not only serve the inmates, but also their families because we'd love to plug them into a local church. And so um, dinner is going to be crazy. And then you can also sponsor for a kid's costume as well. That's a lot of these families come from, you know, low income communities. So yeah. um, we're just here just to serve them. And, uh, you know, that takes money to be able to do that. And so, so the third one. So they can to... Oh yeah, you can donate to gbbtrunkertreat.com. And so that's basically short for God Behind Bars. So gbbtrunkertreat.com. Okay, great. And the third one is if you are in Las Vegas or wherever you're at, if you want to volunteer, you're more than welcome to come help decorate, um, serve, host, cook, whatever skills you're good at, we can use the help. We can use it yeah. all. Yeah, absolutely. There will be food. There will be food. There will be food. Lots of food. Yeah. Awesome. We need candy donations. Yes. Thank you for reminding candy me. We need a ton donations. of A lot of candy. So whether it's like a bag, 10 bags, a thousand bags, we need a ton of candy. Where can they drop off candy in the Las Vegas area? Uh, Castaways. Okay, Castaways uh, resale store. We love yeah. Castaways. We, we love also love Castaways. castaways. Yeah. Um, down there you can drop off all donations there just mentioned yeah god behind bars trunk or treat trunk or treat here you go yeah we'll be there that's where we work out of for gbb so yeah oh perfect yeah they can come drop it off say hi love to meet you awesome yeah this is the castaways it's on stephanie yep Mm -hmm. 241 north stephanie street or drive it's one of those yeah yeah in henderson Right, yeah, over here in Henderson. Right next yeah. to my nail shop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm super excited about this. Um, GBBTruckOrTreat.com. Mm-hmm. That's where you can donate, find out all the information. It's Saturday, October 13th from 4 to 7.30 mm-hmm. at Casa Grande trans- Transitional Housing Facility. Um, if you want to serve, we'll be there early, early in the morning. Yeah. If you want to come serve with yeah. Barb and I yeah. and Hunter yeah. and everybody from... And if you think you can decorate cars. a car better than you guys, which I highly doubt, oh, I, you, you know, can decorate a car. I don't know. I think we're going to win. I don't think there's a competition. <laughs> but I think yeah. there's a competition. We'll make a competition. Right. Just exactly. for you. <laughs> Exactly. All I know is that we're gonna go shopping tomorrow. Yes. There you go. Everywhere I go, I take pictures. I'm like, look, Barbara, we can go Oh, here. she sent me 100 pictures <laughs> of skeletons. Good. I'm like, it looks like the last <laughs> skeleton you sent me. I was okay. like, but this one, it's a dollar. <laughs> oh, we're so excited. GBBTrunkOrTreat.com. Go and donate and um, let us know. 
Um, email us if you have questions. We'll be happy to help with any and, questions. I mean, GPB, Got Behind Bars, is on Instagram, too. You yes. can search for them. Yes. Um, Follow them, You too. can ask us. We can refer you yeah. to... And we're going to link everything in the, in the description. And I think we should play... Oh, do it. Play Pick a game. Pick play a question. A, oh, jeez. It's a game. Hopefully I'm not... We always play a game. My daughter wrote them, so I have no uh, idea what the question is. It's all right. I'm trusting God with this okay. one. We're going to let you read it, even. Oh, man. We're going all out <laughs> right now. So, would you rather... Oh, good. Oh, this, this is, is great. <laughs> would you rather have the public see you as good and your family see you as bad and slash or the other way around? Wow. Wow. It's pretty deep. That is deep. Yeah. You did say. Where did she uh, write this from? <laughs> <laughs> and how old is she? Where did she get this? Probably not... Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I would I rather the public see me as good and your family see you as bad. Wow. You know, I'm gonna have to take the latter for the family to see me as good and the public to see me as bad. Yeah, I would. Yep, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because who cares what other people think anyways? Right. Yeah. And you know right? what's crazy is I heard this in a sermon like a couple weeks ago to where it talked about when you are on your deathbed, don't there's only a couple things that matter. One is your faith. Two is family. Right? Because that's the only thing that's gonna show up. Right. Does that's not it. matter how much money you have. Yeah, it does when you're laying on your yeah. deathbed, right? Yeah. Does not matter. And it I think only matters when, uh, what your family's next to you it. and your faith and it, where you're going. It's when heartbreaking, you close your eyes. yeah, to think like, you know, if you're on your deathbed and your family's not around, you know, something that you consider right. so highly, but to see like your family like be disappointed, that's some like a fear to always have. You, you know, know, I think about a lot, uh, like. When I'm holding a grudge against somebody, mm. I'm like, when I'm dying, will that even matter? Will, right. the, will mm. this matter? This will not right. matter. This will not matter, yeah. right? So I always ask myself that question. Like, will this matter in five years? Like, will this right. matter when I'm dying? Like, am I going to regret this? Because for rolling this stupid grudge, you know, I had like some family issues with my dad and I didn't want to forgive him. And then I'm like... Am I going to regret not having right. a dad because I chose not to when God is literally putting him in my life again? You know, mm. things like that. I think about that right. a lot. Denzel yeah. Washington, he had this quote where he was like, um, you don't see a U-Haul behind a hearse, meaning that you can't take stuff with you right. when you die. Right. Like, it's just, that's it. It's true. It's, yeah. That's the truth. It's over, right? It's over. Yeah. But, you know... The joy for us is that you know we get to be in heaven with Jesus and Isn't that the truth. No better place. Ooh, love yeah. it. I love it. I want to have Hunter back sometime. We're gonna oh, have to absolutely. talk some theology sometime. Please, oh, I would oh, love oh. to. Ooh, this I'm was so great. This was awesome. Yeah. Oh. I thought we were gonna be done in like twenty minutes. I know. I, yeah, I, I told no, Barb. You I was thought like, that? I was like, <laughs> Barb, this might be a quick one because yeah. what are we really gonna talk? I was like, well, I can talk about a lot of things. But I don't want to be off topic. Of no. And this is great. This we, is great. Thank you, you know, so much for joining thank us. Thank you. It was an honor. Yeah. So grateful that you said yes. Yeah. Because, you know, it was a total, like, oh, we could talk about God. Oh, yes. I was like, oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Great. Yes. Like, I really was not. Sign I mean, me up. Right. That's why you say sign me up. I was like, is he serious? Like, it was just so quick yeah. for you to say yes. And I was so excited because, um. You know, this is a way for us to give back. And yeah. we don't make money out of this right, or anything, right, you know. Yeah. So we just want to talk to people that are doing good mm. and helping other people. And, and, um, and like speak you said, love, everybody, wa- everybody wants to hear a good story, right? That's it. This has been a great story. Yeah. So people are going to love to hear it. And people are going to love to to hear about God Behind Bars. And, and I cannot wait to tell people how this event goes. So, no, yeah, like yeah. you said, everything's a story. And, you know, my story in my life was this was, I did not expect to be here. Right. You know, um, this is a long story, but basically, I was in a complete fraternity and was doing, you know, all the clubs. I was working at a nightclub and I did not think I was going to be in ministry. That was far from it. My dream was to be a firefighter. 
But I got kicked out of the house, was doing drugs, alcohol, and, you know, kind of had these excuses. All my parents were divorced. I hardly see my dad. And I was putting all the blame on them when I should have been taking responsibility for myself. But it literally took, you know, going to church um, by myself because all my fraternity brothers, they were, you know, getting DUIs and going to jail. And some of them have overdosed. And, you know, it's tough, but I was heading on the same path. Yeah. And it took, you know, hearing the gospel, um, God speaking through Judd about a second chance and grace that, you know, God completely changed my life around. But, you know, it's just, just a story. You know, I had a tough beginning, but God Hunter, is just... we have to have you back. We have to hear, <laughs> hear the whole story now. Well, I guess that's just a glimpse to keep I listening. <laughs> awesome god is so good yeah you know, and the fact that you listen because i tell you know and you're so young yeah. we are young but you're so mm-hmm. young and you didn't have to get to because i tell people it's like just because some people mm-hmm. and i point to myself <laughs> did some crazy things doesn't mean you have to get to that point in order to turn your life yeah. around. Right. You know, like right. you see where it's going. Yeah. I'm telling but, you, that's where you're going to yeah. go. You so can just turn now. The quote, like to illustrate like spiritually is like with uh, people, you know, they, I really do believe that people are searching for truth. People are searching for God and they think they have to be clean in order to go to church. And we say that's ridiculous. You don't take a bath in order to take a shower. Like, you may not have life together. You may be in the worst spot, but it's like, it's okay. And so that's kind of like my message from my life is I did not, I was not okay at one point in life. And it takes times to be uncomfortable to go into church, but Jesus meets us at our worst, you know? Yeah. He came here not for the healthy, he came here for the sick. Right. And so I just try and communicate and everything. Like I was at this point and God met me at my worst, and now God is still working in me. I'm not perfect. I'm still human. Right. I make stupid, idiotic mistakes, but, you know, through the cross, you know, Jesus has forgiven us. And so I just want to communicate that message is, you know, even though we're not perfect, God is perfect. But yet God still chooses to love us and work in us. Yeah. So that's why I just want to tell the whole you, world. You it's like communicate it beautifully. It's really, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I love hearing men talk about it, like, so openly and vulnerably. Right, because it makes me so happy. We are emotional, right? But Mm. when we see men talking so passionately about God and Jesus and all that, it's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, thank you again for yeah, joining absolutely. us. Absolutely. Sorry, we keep going back no, and forth. No, it's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so great. It. It's great. Love it's this. Great. And um, so you guys, check it out. God Behind Bars, trickortreat.com. Check it out. They're, there's, they're always posting on Instagram, Facebook. While you're at it, check us out on Recover Tour on Podcast. We are on social media's platform. And... Um, We'll see you soon. Yeah, I speak love. Spread hope. That's it. Focus on the similarities. Not the differences. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.